it was always part of the plan to put a brewery in, but for many years it, it was just a plan. It's 100% acquisition of Green Beacon. No, we had a chat with everybody. Anyone would have seen this coming a mile away. It's the passion and the, the dedication to beer and brewing. Oh, yeah. That's super simple and direct question. It's always fun to get to speak about beer. That's just what we're here to do, talk about beer. Well, this week, beer design, as we chat with designer Matt O'Connor. Matt's design for Little Bang Brewing's Face Inverter Citrus Super Sour recently won the inaugural Gabs Festival Can Design Awards. There are a couple of recognised names in the brewery design space, and Matt's wasn't immediately recognisable when his design topped the Gabs poll. As Can Design generates increasing interest and awareness, I was interested in learning more about Matt and how he came to design for Little Bang, and how he approaches the challenges of starting with a shiny silver cylinder and making it something that captures the personality of the brewery and the beer, while also grabbing the beer drinker's attention. So this is my conversation with Matt O'Connor. Matt O'Connor, welcome to Beer is a Conversation. Thank you. Before we say anything, congratulations on winning the inaugural Gab's uh, Beer Can Design Awards. Thank you. That was uh, a little bit unexpected, but yeah, uh, re- really happy to the, take the win. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you meant to say, no, look, I, you know, I knew I had a strong design. I was, uh, I, I was well in the contest. You know, did, did you think that you had a good design? Well, yeah, I, I thought, you know, the design's good, you know, but I guess when you, when you do the, the design, you're not really thinking of it in terms of oh this, this is going to win awards or whatever and i guess guess i'm aware of lots of the other the other designs that are entered and the other the other can designs coming out in australia you know there's it's a plethora of like awesome designs so a pleasant surprise i guess i would say yeah yeah okay well actually i might um i i might just park that for a second and come back to that later in, in, in the interview, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, what, what your background is. In people who listen to this podcast know, you know, brewers, they know breweries, they know beer styles, but design is something that we're increasingly appreciating through our purchasing of beer, but we don't know too much about it. So tell us a little bit about you and your background. All right. So, well, I, so I initially studied graphic design and multimedia, that sort of stuff back in the day. Um, and not long after leaving my studies, I ended up falling into video games. Um, so I was doing interface designs for a company in Adelaide, um, who consequently got shut down. And on, on the upside of that, I guess uh, the games industry being pretty global, I had the opportunity to head over to the UK, work for some companies over there. Uh, Went for a year to see how it would go and ended up being you know, six and a half. Um, <laughs> yeah, after I came back, I continued just just working freelance, doing a bit of that, then also picking up a bit more branding work, which I was I was always kind of dabbling with throughout the throughout my years doing video games and stuff. And yeah, now I'm I'm mainly doing more brand work and a little bit of game stuff still here and there when it's required but yeah mostly just brand stuff and little bang stuff really do you do a lot of beer cans or do you just happen to know the little bang guys and came into it through that we worked together at the games company in adelaide back in the day so i knew phil and ryan from there um 
so that's yeah that's how i got into the that sort of or get into that brewery work um yeah i haven't, haven't done any other brewery work per se because i'm i'm pretty flat out at the moment but <laughs> it's not to say i wouldn't but yeah it's but it's just just for them through personal connections initially okay so because a, a lot of um businesses in the the, the beer space you know it's somebody who's got a skill set and they've got an interest in beer, and so they've sort of thought, well, "Gee, how can I bring these two together?" It sounds like it was almost an accidental sort of connection between you and the beer industry. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't anything I ever planned. But I mean, most of my career was not things that I'd planned. But <laughs> just sort of rolled with it, and it's all turned out pretty well. They're the best uh, career plans, aren't they? Not to have one and uh, just. <laughs> Be flexible enough to go where the uh, momentum is taking you. Yeah, that's right. So you, you knew the guys um, from Little Bang uh, when you were in, in Adelaide. They, they obviously knew you were back, or when they were looking at some designs, they reached out to you and said, hey, Matt, you know, love your work. Uh, have you ever designed a beer can? No, it was a bit the other way. I'd, uh, I'd gotten back and saw that they were doing it, or we'd, we'd caught up and they they paid a... Uh, a pittance for a logo off the internet. And I kind of <laughs> said, guys, can I can I give you a hand with that? And sort of grew organically from that. That's, that is an amazingly common story uh, in in the brewing industry. You know, it's a it, yep. it's an industry of bootstrapping, and uh, I think people invest so much money in their stainless steel that they either don't put the value on an important, you know, the the, the value and importance on a logo or don't have the money to invest in it. And uh, consequently, a, a lot of the designs look like it was done by their um, grade 10 child, you know, art, art student child um, as opposed yeah. to a professional designer. How did they take yeah. it when you contact them and said, look, guys, maybe that's not the best logo for you? Oh, I think it, we, we get on well enough for me to, uh, well, for, for us to poke fun at each other and sort of tell it how it is, so wasn't really too much of an issue um i mean at, at that stage they were they were only brewing in phil's garage i think so i guess i guess it served the uh served where they're at at the time but before you um chase down that part of the the story who are your other clients i'm looking at your website and it looks like it is uh a lot of music and games design uh, more so than uh you know traditional food and beverage packaging yeah so um Mostly now I'm I'm doing branding work for games companies and some web services just from people I know from the games industry back in the past. Um yeah, lots of lots of places I've worked for the uh people have sort of splintered far and wide and then that's opened up opportunities to help them out with their branding and that kind of thing. So not really uh, beholden to any uh any one sort of track i just sort of uh if a, if a good project comes up with good people I usually you know give it a crack sort of thing rather than <laughs> rather than yeah rather than i just want to do this or i just want to do that so that's interesting because i you know i um i can't draw a straight line with a ruler so i'm not a graphically minded person i'm not um uh particularly adept at design. Um, but as a writer, I sort of think, well, you you tend to have a certain area of speciality that um, comes a little bit more naturally to you, comes a little bit more 
um, you know, and, and it's, it's a little bit more interesting to you. Is it the same in, in, in the language of design? You know, are there some things that your skills and your interests naturally align to? Yeah, I guess from video games, I got that less. It's a bit bit less serious, so you know, it's a bit, bit more playful that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I've yeah, I've probably got my own sort of style, my own sort of interests, um, and then I can work that in if needs be into a certain you know, depending on the brief really. Um, I'm more than happy to step outside, you know, and do things that I'm I'm not that familiar with just. You know, bringing my own background and my own sort of influences and that, and sort of you know mixing that with whatever is needed to be done. So sort of yeah. When when you reached out to the the little bang guys, not having a background in the brewing industry, uh, you know, are you a beer drinker yourself? Did you have an idea? Like, is there an an aesthetic that you think? is true to the brewing industry or you know what what was your approach when when you said to those guys look I want to do something for you yeah so uh i guess from the from the start they were they were really keen on making interesting you know distinct artwork work for each sort of uh release and beer so that was kind of one of their fundamental thoughts from the beginning um so initially i was just using i guess my graphic design skills just to you know, bring in parts of the label that would then work with the uh, the artwork that we designed specifically for each one. So it's quite simple to begin with in the in the beginning. Then over over time, we sort of sat down and put a bit more time into developing what the you know, what the brand should be. You know, where they want to position it. You know, that they're I guess a bit more established. They found their feet. Know who they are now. So so it kind of kind of grew organically rather than sitting down at the very start and like laying down out all your values and you know your approach and all that stuff so 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 you're talking about the brand the little back uh, little bang brand rather than the, the the can artwork specifically there or are you talking about the can artwork as well uh well yeah it's i mean it's all it's all part of the same thing really like, i mean but back initially it, it was just a few a few bottles i was helping them out with and then then yeah as it's come along the, the lines you know sort of looked into more as a all-encompassing brand as in you know how the how do the labels fit in with the rest of your design your cartons your brewery your merchandise whatever Mm -hmm. from from a designer's point of view or from an artist's point of view is there a difference between designing a can label and a bottle label i wouldn't necessarily think too much apart from your real estate really Mm -hmm. i guess the, the the can face is you know, it's such an ample amount of space. You've got a lot more room to play with. And, and I guess I guess bottles, by and large, you, you kind of, you're probably working with, you know, a bit less. I guess it's not it's not too bad if you're, uh, if you run double label, you know, if you've got a neck label for your logo and that sort of thing, and then you've got a bit of space down below, it'd probably be okay on the bottle. But I guess for... I guess because you're getting so much more vertical space on the can, you get you can get a lot more of the necessary information right there without having to twist the can and turn it around, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Because beer bottles have always just, you know, like I, I grew up drinking, you know, whether it was a VB bottle or something, even if the um, paper wrapped around the side, you, you pretty much had a Rondell or a, you know, the, the, the diamond um, 
look on on the front. Uh, there wasn't too much in the way of artwork. It was very much, you know, it's XBR by this brewery. You've got a little bit of art, you know, a little bit of that design that tells you it's a beer. But there's not much yeah. design art going onto on it. Whereas beer cans seem to have suddenly become much more about the art um, and. You know, some, sometimes even the the um, beer name and things are almost secondary to, to the way that the art captures your eyes. I think it's uh, a little bit overwhelming going into a bottle shop these days. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you make a great point. You know, these days there are so many hundreds of uh, beers on, on, on the shelf. Is there a challenge from a designer trying to make a beer you know, jump out and catch the shoppers attention whilst also conveying that brewery brand i guess there is but and i also guess if you put too much thought into how's this going to function with everything else you might be frozen into inaction kind of thing so <laughs> as long as you're sort of being true to how the brewery's going to position themselves and how the art aesthetic works across your own range then i guess you'll you'll naturally develop that consistency. Okay, so if you don't want to overthink it too much, how, how do you approach a can design like Face Inverter? You know, because you, you you start with, an, with a blank slate, you've got a rectangle of um, empty design space that is going to wrap around the can. How, how do you approach that design uh, challenge? So, so initially we'll just chat about what the aims of a beer are. So in, in this case... Ryan and Phil, you know, they were trying to make this super, super, super sour, which was just for a can vent calendar. So it was pretty experimental. So what? So they really wanted to play with the the artwork and make that kind of punch as much as the uh, what what was happening inside the can. Mm-hmm. So so we we're trying to look at palette wise that kind of thing. That, that was one of the first things we sort of toyed with looking at, you know, fluorescent papers and crazy patterns and all <laughs> that just to, you know, to really like bug out the eye as much as, you know, what, what's going to happen once you drink the thing. There's obviously a consistency of theming where you've got that rounded triangle on, on the bottom, on the front face. It's got the um, brand information, the ABV, the size, and then the name of the beer. And then yep. pretty much the rest of it is the beer name itself and very very eye-catching design where did that aesthetic come from did, did you create that i'm not a designer so i don't even know um what what the language is but you know that, that formula for the way that it's laid out as a base uh yeah so so yeah i did the i guess you call it a template yeah template yeah okay yeah so the initially we didn't have any we didn't have any little bang specific stuff on the front of the can it was kind of it was just all artwork on one side and then sort of as you wrapped around, we had all the information and all that. So when we went to actually look at these again and say, you know, as well as getting some of the mandatory stuff on the front, I was trying to, because uh, they were trying to push a bit national as well, just trying to balance getting getting some of that brand work, so the logo and that sort of specific stuff into the front, but then also leave enough space for us to, you know, pump in all this big artwork that we like to do. So that was tricky, a bit, bit of a balancing act, but you know, I think it works for the most part. And 
sort of gives us something that we can kind of keep consistent across the range when you know when we're having so much fun with all the other stuff <laughs> and and how important is that consistency like i'm interested that you said that you know as they started to think of going national and sort of pushing out i guess you do want people to particularly if they love one of your beers having that consistency of design lets people then go oh that's another little bang beer i'll give that a try is that the the the, the rationale behind that yeah very much so it's kind of because they're from adelaide and perhaps not that well known on the eastern seaboard sort of thing it's kind of just when they get their beers over there yeah, you know, each one looks completely different. So if there's no there's no sort of elements and common themes, then yeah, it would be difficult to get people coming back or finding you again. Even just especially given you know the the bottle shop shelves these days, just so much art. Um, so I was just trying to get those key little hooks in there, but also also sort of remain true to what they're trying to do in terms of the unique artwork. Looking at some of the uh, little bang cans, and again, you know, like Face Inverter stood out to me um, in, in, in the Gabs Awards because it was just such punchy, bright colours, and it did capture the, the style of beer beautifully. Like it, everything just sort of seemed to um, have an internal logic um, to it when you look at it. But as you look at some of the other Little Bang um, designs, is this your favourite Little Bang design or is, is there another one within the Little Bang design genre that, that uh, you would say was you, you're prouder of? Well, I'd probably say my personal favourite was the Road Tripper, which we did for the... Adelaide Beer and Barbecue Fest with Collective Arts. Um, that, that initially we we just went full art on that. We we did drop the the little bang logo from the front and that kind of thing, as it was a special release for the festival. Okay. But we've uh, we've now retrofitted that into the into the standard template, and yeah, that that was that was enjoyable. That was a acid trip kind of vibe where the uh, all the uh, all the roadside big things had come to life and we're attacking you. So it's kind of <laughs> I'm, fun to play with that sort of theme. I can actually see the original can design, um, which has what looks like a giant uh, psychedelic parrot um, on the front and some dice. We invested a lot of time into doing the art to a high high standard, so spent a lot of time on that. And, yeah, just really happy with the way it came out. Sort of a, a fun job. See, that in itself um, intrigues me because, you know, a little brewery like Little Bang, everything about a small brewery is is small and everything is much more expensive that then to invest heavily in, you know, art. And art, good art takes time, not just the time of thinking, but then the time for the artist to acquire the skills that have a value um, and communicate that through their work that wouldn't be a cheap process to create something like the road tripper um, surely you know that uh, so so it must be a huge cost for a small brewery to to invest in design for a relatively small uh, product I guess in terms of little bang kind of work out what it's bang for buck really I guess because because this was like <laughs> a, high, a high profile <laughs> yeah so this was like a high profile you know high profile collab with collective arts mm. for a festival. Yeah, that's where you can, you know, I guess you can try and add a bit more value 
in that respect and then some of some of your other range like we might like we did the uh, east end draft labels uh, not so long ago and that uh where we did we just went really simple on that because that's that's sort of all it needed to be i guess for little bang it's quite quite integral that the artworks a, a big part of the aesthetic big part of what they're they're all about so in that sense it's uh i guess it's money well spent oh it's absolutely money well spent but i guess as a percentage of the volume when you divide the cost um down by you know the the number of cans that are made um it would be on as a percentage more expensive to have good quality art for a small brewery than uh you know for a cub or a lion yeah i imagine so do the guys come to you and say, "Look, we've got this beer. It's a citrus super sour. It's you know, like it's going to taste like a uh, like a sour lolly on steroids." Um, come up with an art, or you know, do they sort of say, "Look, we've got a vague feeling that this is what we want," or do you sit down with them and bat ideas back and forward? Uh, yeah, it's pretty collaborative. Um, for some, for some, there'll be an an idea. Um, Ryan comes up with lots of the stories behind the the beers so who often have you know some sort of thoughts about what it could be um if they're good we run with them if i think i've got some other ideas we sort of chat about them you know rough them out see what happens and mm-hmm. yeah usually arrive in the right place that <laughs> everyone's happy with now i was interested when we talked very briefly off mic about um you know the, the the top ten, um, and you were a little bit surprised uh, at the top ten. Some of your favourites didn't even make the 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 top ten from the hundred and twenty odd that were entered. Which ones? What what were your favourite outside uh, Citrus Super Sour? Um, when you were looking at the finalists, so like the th- Three Ravens stuff is really good. I really like all the the Molly Rose cans, that kind of super clean with the patterny vibes, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, like some of the illustrative ones, maybe all in brewing, I think. Like the illustration work that they had. Yep. Yeah, the kaiju one looked kind of like a, the petri dish kind of vibes. That, that was kind of I like those ones, sort of palette wise, and you know, because it's fun. So now, if a lot of brewers listen to our um, to, to the podcast, so we're really talking to the industry much more than to, you know, the, the beer drinker. If you know you were going to give advice to a brewery as they get started about you know one thing that they should think of, or you know the the a couple of really important things that they need to think of when it comes to their um, branding and their design. You know, what would you sit them down and say? Um, don't make this mistake. Don't jump the gun on any art or design work initially. I think it's quite important to sort of sit down. Like the the brief is very important, and the discussions you have with any designer that like they're the most important part, really, in getting an outcome that you'll be happy with and that you need. Um, so it's I guess sitting down working out, you know, what what your brewery's about, you know, what why it's better than the rest, how you want to, you know, how you feel you want to position yourself. And I guess locking down on those kind of ethos behind what, why you're even brewing beer, that's kind of important just to get the best out of 
any art, any design that comes after that. Because I, I guess, yeah, as somebody that calls on designers from time to time and doesn't, as you can probably tell, I don't have the language of design and I've got an idea of what I want to communicate. But when I approach a designer, it's really because I want them to take my ideas and give them a um, creative appearance. Um, yeah. But I don't always, but I, I, I sort of guess if, if I knew exactly what I wanted, I would just sort of say, here, draw this. Um, that's and and that's where I, I you know I I always struggle with coming up with a design brief because I want to give the designer the creativity to add to my idea. Um, I know I, I know what I want to convey, but yeah. I don't always know how to convey that. Um, and there's always a tension between the client and the designer, you know, between what is a good brief and what's too prescriptive. Yeah, it's having the conversation and working out what the goals are. Uh, not so much, you know. It, it needs to be pink, but you know, <laughs> what, 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 you know, what, what, what's the end goal? Is what, what's the purpose of this thing that you're creating now? Yeah. Um, who's it for? Absolutely. What's next for you? Have Have you uh, had any brewers come knocking on your door since you took out the, uh, the the award, or had people already been getting in touch once they saw the stuff you were knocking out for Little Bang? There's a backlog of Little Bang stuff given now our brief uh, COVID pause earlier in the year. So yep. that's all come back online now. Um, looking at some interesting stuff with, uh, of course we do digital printing. There's lots of, uh, lots of interesting stuff we can do with uh, algorithms and that, that kind of generative stuff. So that's, how, how do you mean? there's some stuff there that we're having a look at there. I, I, I don't understand. Again, even the design process would be a whole other yeah. Podcast. So, what do you mean by algorithms in in that context? Yeah, because we uh, digitally print. There's no like you don't have any printing plates and all that, so it's not not locked in. Yep. So, the sort of stuff you can do with changing text and graphics and that sort of stuff on the fly. Okay. So, oh, cool. Some uh, interesting stuff there that we're having a look at with the HP technology, yeah. which is pretty fun. Well, Look forward to uh, to to that. So, uh, well, mate, congratulations. Um, you know, to win the first, I think it's going to be uh, like a, a big competition, um, certainly in the beer world. So, uh, you'll always be the the first winner of it. So, uh, congratulations uh, for the great yeah. design and uh, capturing so much attention for it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. No, it's it's great. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, we'll see uh, some of your other entries uh, come up uh, next year. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Good on you, Matt. Um, well, thank you very much for joining us on Beer as a Conversation and uh, look forward to seeing uh, some more of your work. Yep, no worries. Thank you. And that was Matt O'Connor. You can find links to his website, Instagram and Twitter feeds in the show notes. You can also see some of his other artworks in our gallery with this week's show tile on Instagram. And you should follow us on Instagram too, at Osbrews News. Radio Brews News is proudly presented by Cryo Malt. With over 25 years in the field, Cryo Malt is dedicated to providing the finest brewing ingredients to help brewers create the foundations of a truly excellent beer. Your premium brewing partner and proud sponsors of this week's Beer is a Conversation. Don't forget, if you like what we do at Radio Brews News, you can help us out in a number of ways. You can sponsor the show, either by a small monthly contribution or through a one-off donation. You can find details in the show notes. 
You can review our podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting service. Let us know what you think and help others discover the show. Thank you.